0: Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies Podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and the deeper meaning behind it all. So far, you've gotten a glimpse at this master and apprentice duo. You've heard the warning of the coming dusk from a Shorosk shaman. And you've seen what the Moriart trial is like when one is not fully ready to face it. In this entry, we continue where we left off with Azon entering his master's chamber, where he was caught speaking to an unknown person. However his reaction spoke volumes as azon has been made aware of zermo's lack of transparency but before we get started Thank you for listening to Season 3 of the Arthadian Anthologies Podcast. Happy New Year! We are now in 2022, and our community is still growing. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends to bring them into this new expanding universe. Also, if you listen on platforms like Google and Apple Podcasts, please leave a review, as it will help others find the core realms. Thank you, and enjoy the entry. Master? My trial ended abruptly. Azon clenches his fist, shifting away from his master's eyes. Apparently, I'm not ready yet. Visibly shaking, Azon doesn't know if he can say what he's thinking. His master has already told him he would never put him in harm's way. But there is still a lingering emotion that clouds Azon's view... Of Zermo's Paragon status. Zermo sets his codex aside, drawing Azon's gaze toward the device. The device where he felt dread take over. A wicked sensation that he could not make sense of. Very well, Azon. If that's the case, maybe it will be best for us Who to. Who are you stay. talking to? Azon cuts him off mid sentence. Zermo sighs. Are you still worried about the Void? The Void has nothing to do with this. Please, Master, answer the question. Taken aback by Azon's tone, Zermel analyzes his apprentice closely, realizing that he won't be able to hide the truth any longer. He contemplates for a moment, trying to piece things together in his head. Master? Azon breaks him out of it. I take it your trial consisted of the Duskian embodiments? He's on nods. Yes. And it informed me of your secrecy, or predicament to some extent. But I need to know, Master. How can I help you get out of this? Or is this just... He's on pauses, swallowing while shaking. Inevitable? Zermo stares at Aizon, prolonging his confession as long as he can until an idea pops into his head. Perhaps Aizon could put a stop to him. He then motions to his desk. Take a seat. This is a long story. Aizan cautiously sits as he patiently waits for his master to explain. I said I would never put you in harm's way. In a way. I've learned to avoid the faults of my past by dancing around them through language. But the truth is, I was never this bright. (laughs) In fact... In my younger marks, I was sorely lacking in the communications department. The only thing I had going for me was my ability to rune-forge. It's all changed, however. When I met, he hesitates, afraid of what it would mean. Then he looks directly in Azon's eyes. Listen to me, Azon. What I am about to tell you cannot leave this room. In fact, he stands up, grabs his codex and takes Azon's, then sets him outside of the room. Then he turns on the secure zone, making it so that no one can listen in. Now, promise me that you will not tell anyone about this. Only discuss this with me inside secure zones. Promise me. Master... Aeson seems frightened. Aeson, promise me! Alright, he cops. I promise. Good. He sits back, then leans forward, rubbing his palm around his head against his temple. The best place for me to begin is the reset. Before it occurred, I remember my mission was to find the Chosen One, Sargon. Many Reticon traveled beyond Moriart in search of him, as he was taken off Pillar as a child. Thankfully, he was found, and he still lives here on Moriart most likely handling affairs with Celeste Munari. But that's not what this is about. I had traveled through Synchronus instead of Magenium to get to the Dorvan Citadel, since it was rumored Sargon was there. But the system I heard about that could transport me to the Dorvan Citadel without needing to shot around the Black Hole happened to be a, what would you call it, not a safe place. Especially for a newly promoted rune forger. And at that time, I wasn't as eloquent with my words. Things got fuzzy from there. But Evemore seems to have her ways. Or perhaps, even our regal entity could not predict where I'd end up. But after I woke up from my predicament... I became aware of certain names that still haunt me to this very mark. Specifically, a Kron by the name of Mon Kai. I remember her being some kind of emissary. But when I woke, she was supposedly dead. I woke from a cryo tube. And the one who woke me, he, he is the Chosen of Evemore, that is, of the Dusk. I could sense his murderous intentions, but a strong conviction towards following Evemore. And that conviction has only grown over time. He kept me alive because I am a Reticon, just as he is. And as it turns out, his homeworld has resided in the dusk since the seeds were planted. And... <sighs> to make matters worse, he is a rune forger With an affinity towards the Void, He also somehow was able to find my Forger Serum, so he has an extended lifespan. I have tried many times over the span of decades to undermine his authority, but his intellect somehow is on par with even the Ligonians. His strategies place him multiple steps ahead, and he has built alliances across Evemore and even the Core as a whole. I couldn't do anything but examine him and his people. Become one of them, to a certain extent. Zemo pauses for a moment, closing his eyes, taking in his memories. Aizan then asks, What's his goal? Zemo glances up at Aizan, he wishes to unite all Reticon found throughout More under one banner. So far, he has found two other Reticon worlds and has advanced technology that even surpasses the, some of the things you might find on Vikronix. Azan trembles at the thought of that. What's his name? Zermo sighs once more, leaning down again. He is known as the Archon, but his name is Siron. Azon's expression shifts to utter terror as he realizes what the sign meant in his trial. Master, he struggles to find his words. I I don't, I'm not, uh, the, the trial, the name, it. Zermos stands quickly and kneels before Azon, placing his hand on his apprentice's shoulder. Azon, listen to me. No one can know about him. If any word comes out, if he finds out that anyone knows, we will have bigger problems at hand. Not just the war against him, but the seeds he has planted most likely stretch deep into the heart of the pillars. I am not in the inner sanctum. But what we can do is prepare our people for what is to come. But... Aizan hesitates. But how can we prepare anyone if they don't know what we're facing? Zimro chuckles. psycho All of existence is predicated on the concept of balance. And what do we see happening now, after half a century of peace? A conflict across the colonies, with an insurgency planning to replace Core Command. More zealotry from cultures inside its Nugonian and Cantor societies. And have you forgotten about the forbidden regions found here on our home pillar? Pieces are being set, my apprentice. You must prepare on all fronts. Azon shakes his head to snap himself back into focus. Then he thinks about everything his master has told him. Does this Archon have any weaknesses? Zeron leans back in his chair, rubbing his temple. There is one thing that may be an advantage for us, but also... Hinders us. What is it? Long ago, around five cycles after the reset, when his people finally made it off their world, something happened to him. It was the first time he faced death. But he came back, stronger, and somehow much more zealous, like Eve Moore had allowed him a chance at rebirth. Suddenly, Zermel looks toward the door and stands. I'm sorry, Azan. I must go now. Return to the seminary at once, and remember what you promised me. I will begin preparations for you. He walks towards the door as it slides open. Then he glances back. You must rise above me, Azon, for I will not be here much longer. He exits the chamber, leaving Azan there to soak up all the information he just received. Thinking to himself, Azan stands up and leaves Extiav Doran. Seeing the tree of Moriart sprawling above him, he heads directly towards the base and says, I get it now. You are preparing me for the dusk. I thank you for listening to this entry Beginning next week There will be two Reborn in Power sessions for your enjoyment The first being a bonus episode That features William Soar And one of his old allies Then, as we continue with the Reticon saga We will bring forth the second Reborn in Power story arc In season 3 exploring the time where the Archon once faced death if you are just now joining the anthology check out arthadiananthologies.com for more content that expands this new expanding universe you can also support the creation of this podcast by donating through the link found in the description of this episode until next time travelers be safe stay safe And if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.